Welcome in. We got the whole gang back. Yeah, we got the whole gang back. Matty Gash is back. He wasn't here last week. Obviously, Spenno, he's the one chirping when he shouldn't be. But Sorry. Uh, Again. Matt, welcome back. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. It's nice here to I have you. All three of us together. Yeah. Like a month. It's Yeah, it's been a month, I think. Speaking of a month, oh, RSL yeah. don't play another home game for a month. June 29th. It's the 28th maybe, right now. Maybe a US Open Cup game, though. Maybe. There will be one in between. I don't know if it'll be at home or not, though. So we we'll find crossed. out on Thursday. The this week, Thursday. 30th. Oh, okay. Yes, correct. It's uh, what is it? Tuesday today. Twenty or or Wednesday if you're listening in the morning. Yes, it could be a Wednesday. We recorded in uh, Tuesday evening. Now, we can't record Wednesday because Iris will have a game in which we'll get to. Yes, uh, it's their first midweek game, by the way. Yeah, of the season. So yeah, just Saturdays and Fridays and Sundays until now. <laughs> yeah, so. that's been nice, honestly. <laughs> what a, what an easy life for the PR department when you take just, out the Monarchs and the Royals, and the Academy and <laughs> the Foundation and anything else we got going on. Yeah, it was super easy. <laughs> um, regardless, we'll get to the Montreal game coming up. Um, we. Do you we. like that? Do you like that? French Canadian. I just said we, yes. Oh, oh, ah. yeah. I'm he here said, just yeah. for the we. laughs. Um, Thanks, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, he'll be here all week. <laughs> oh, I just spat all over my techie's mic. Oh, dear. Um, oh, why there, did you take me out then? There was I, I thought, I thought he might have gone another direction on that, too, so <laughs> I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've known Go for a very long time. Oh, I my know gosh. Him. Should we start the, the pod again? <laughs> no, too late. Oh, right. too late. Take two now. We're in too deep, uh, but we will dig up, we promise. Now, what a game against uh, the reigning champs. I, I need to confess, though, before we get into the conversation, uh, I missed the goal. Which one? The goal. The Savarino goal. The Savarino goal. I missed it. Now, you know, because I left right before, after Albert Rusnek put a shot over the top of the bar, like, a minute and a half beforehand, I stormed off in a pissy mood. Yes. Because I was like, gosh, damn it! And I walked off, and I got back to the radio booth just in time to see the, the build-up of Everton Louise running around in circles. Nobody knows what he was doing. <laughs> Wait, so you... Oh, right. Okay, and then, then we scored, and, and what a great... Oh, it was amazing. amazing. Tom, where were you at? So I normally get out of uh, the press box about with about a minute left, minute and a half left, so I can get downstairs... And do my, you know, post game yeah. social media stuff that I do for KSLSports.com. Funny story about that, Matt, that I haven't shared with you. Um, against Toronto. Yeah. So I get downstairs, RSL win, thrashed them. Um, 3 1 should have been 4 1. If it weren't um, 3 0. Sorry, 3 0 should have been 4 0. So I'll play the score, but it was called offside late. Um, anyway, whatever. I'm at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And I'm reco- I start recording, looking down the tunnel, waiting yeah. for the Toronto players to come up so I can get out and kind of get a, get the, the... What do you guys call that now with the flag? Planting the flag? Planting yeah. the flag. Yeah, so I, I, think, I, yeah, I can't remember if there's a formal name Man for of the it, match yeah. flag or it's something like that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, whatever it's it was. As selected by Michael David Petke. I don't remember his middle name. Michael, Mike Petke. Michael, I like your question sometimes, Petke. I, I did have a that friend of mine. That is a great question. I did have a friend of mine ask me if uh, if Mike Petke's middle name was really freaking because of the sign that says Mike <laughs> oh, freaking dear. Petke. It really should be. That's, That's a that was a legitimate question I got from a season ticket holder. Wow. Um, I actually prefer to call him Mike, our Lord and Savior, Pecky. Right. No, maybe not. 
No, I was going to say... Um, That's a bit wordy, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't... I've, I mean, I know... I think Wik- someone else already has that title anyway. I so. know Wikipedia... <laughs> Mohammed Salah. Yeah, Jason Christ. Um, <laughs> now, I just looked on Wikipedia. I know it's not accurate, but it doesn't like he has a middle name. That's not true. It doesn't show up there. I'm, I'm Googling it, too. Just hang on. <laughs> All right, I now, got this. I was in the middle... Life. Of a story. Can you text Mike Powell <laughs> yeah, right now, Matt? Yeah, Matt, can you please text Mike? I'm in the middle of a story. He's occupied right now. Oh, sorry, sorry, bud. Sorry. And sorry. in international waters. By the way, he actually beat Google because Google's not showing his middle name ev- anywhere. And he doesn't have a Facebook account. So, well, pe- no, no, Pecky he just, defeated he just doesn't Google. Want you, he doesn't want you to find it. Or you. You and I are both searching. I'm going to text him Sorry, right Tom. Carry I was on. in the Tom, middle of a story. bloody story. All right, let's get to the bloody story. Right. Struth. So I'm at the end of the tunnel, and I just hit record. On so the, the other day, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> on this Twitter live, right? On this Twitter live. And Osorio, I think it's number, is he number 26? Yeah, I like him. He's a good player. Well, oh. I don't like him at all. Okay. And here's why. <laughs> I hit record, <sighs> and you can actually hear part of it in the video. He walks by me, stares at me, walks by, and says, hey, get that beep. Camera out of my face. Wow. Yeah. And I was not in his face at all. I'm just. Well, I'm they just also just lost. Keep that in mind. Who cares? I'm not like following him with a camera in his face. I was literally standing there as innocent as can be with my camera and my yeah. phone up. You know what I think it was? So I'm like, I, I have this interesting phone case that's got a, a few colors on it, but I've, I've got a SpongeBob-like uh, phone holder that, you know, when you, when you hold the camera up, you, you can see the, sp- the oh, SpongeBob. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Pop like, socket, they're called. Yeah, yeah, and it's not intimidating at all. Right? <laughs> You're right. Like, I'm it looking screams, at it now. Yeah. shout at this man, he won't shout back. And so we did. <laughs> yeah. But he was legitimately upset with me. He says, get that effing camera out of my face, is what he said. You My six-year-old daughter texted me that same. Is that right? <laughs> it was a little disturbing. Oh but. dear! You should have t- you should have tested his chin. Anyway, that was my story, that, and <laughs> I thought I, I was hoping for a much better reaction. So um, we'll move on. I would I swiftly. would give you one if you actually said something back to him, well, which t- you didn't, right? It took me a minute to realize that he was talking to me because I look around. I'm like, who's he talking to? And then I realize I'm the only one holding a, know, camera. Like a phone or a camera. It must be me. Yeah. Weird. And by then he was already gone. Yeah, he was in the locker room. But like, oh, it, fine player, by the way, fine player. I like him. Yeah, yeah, I don't. You don't like him as the man. If you watch him play, you'll be like, oh yeah, he's a good player. Right. Well, you wouldn't have known that two weeks ago against. Uh, well, that's Salt Lake. that hey, is a good point. That's because I'll tell you why. Nick Beasler. He was man of the match. Nick Beasler was solid. He's been solid in that. He's role. been solid since Kyle went down and came in. It's, it's hard to, to, to point fingers at him for anything. And I, I, he's been great. I was very critical. He had, he had the two assists in consecutive matches, that, right. I mean, which, you, which match. you just hope for. He was man of the you match know. against Toronto. Uh, was it Toronto? Yeah, he planted the flag. Well, he was Mike's man of the match. Yeah. Mike's man of the match. Anyway, regard. I was very critical of Nick Bees the last year. I will admit, I wasn't a fan of how he went about his business on the pitch. But this year, I've been pleasantly surprised. Anyway. Mad, um, mad what happens when you play in your natural position. I know, it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, center of the park for Nick. But uh, what a game against Atlanta. Two, oh. uh, two on the final score. It's Real- unfortunate I wasn't here last week because my prediction was going to be we're going to win 2-1 on a, on a uh-huh. Jefferson Savarino banger from in, in the, the 93rd in stoppage minute. time. Yeah, that's a shame. Oh, it's well, too bad I wasn't here. Yeah, you had too many meetings pop up, but that's all right. When was what the was last it? game, like last second goal that 
they have you had. You know, we were talking about that the other day, and and I think I feel like we we had a, we had an equalizer against. Is that like the Houston game? I LA or uh, Albert a years Houston? ago. Albert yeah. scored like two Albert goals. Albert was in stoppage time. Right. That's when right. was that? Down in Houston. At, down in Houston, Houston yeah. last year. Two he came goals off like the bench and he scored twice. It was like really quick. And I was violently ill in the hotel and watching on my phone. Really? In the hotel room. Yeah. Both ends? Were you watching on the uh <laughs> I'm putting on this mic now? <laughs> Were you watching on the uh RSL on KSL app? At that point I couldn't because I was in Houston. Oh, and I could, and I, and I, so this was this was incredible, an, an incredible um, series of unfortunate events, I guess. Um, I couldn't watch on the KSL app because I was in Houston. Couldn't watch on TV because the hotel didn't have the channel the game was on. Because I was in Houston, I couldn't watch on ESPN Plus because it's geofenced as well. Um, what else did I try and watch? How'd you I watch ended it? up. Watching on like a bootleg Reddit. Like, You're on a legal stream. I, no, I, it, it was totally legal. <laughs> As his but, face is a little confused, like was it? But uh, it was a uh, an app that we use to essentially cut highlights. Um, and and initially, here's how smart we are. I was FaceTiming with people back in Salt Lake who were watching on oh. that app. And then one of them's like, wait, why don't we just give him the login? And everyone's like, yeah, we're smart. We're, we're wow. some smart folks here. We haven't done this before. <laughs> it's a good job the crew is so good when they do finally cut some, uh, cut some yeah. film. Well, they amazing. get that stuff turned around pretty quick. They do. Yeah, yeah they do. All right. They do a great job. Uh, Spenner, Props. Start, start with you. Oh, dear. Well, I was just going to your, your immediate thoughts on uh, the 94-odd minutes that was Atlanta United. Best performance uh, this season. Uh, outranks uh, Toronto for me. Really? Um, absolutely. Why? The reason being is that Atlanta United, even though they're going through what I guess is a little bit of a rebuild, new coach, new go-to man, they are averaging almost 59% possession mm-hmm. in all their games. And at halftime, RSL were leading the possession department. And it was about even at full time. I thought RSL... Apart from a little um, spell there in the second half when Pitti Martinez came on and the fullback, is it Gonzalez? Gonzalez Perez? No, that's the same. Oh, it was on the other it? side. Uh, the, it came on at right back and uh, yeah, Parkers yeah. came went over to the left-hand side when Brexhay came off. Um, oh, I'm going to remember his name after I've uh, started. San Marino anyway. was having a lot of fun with Brexhay that game, it, wasn't he? It wasn't everyone. Particularly his hair. No, I shouldn't make fun of Brexhay's hair. Um, I think he's. Are you talking about Franco Escobar? Is that it? Number two. Yes, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. Okay, okay. So when they came on, I thought that they uh, they they did a lot better. They got their goal, but I mean, just the the fact that the guys just kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going. I mean, it was a full for me a full ninety minute performance, and and it's been a little bit consistent for RSL. Uh, over the last couple of years, and I think that was the first one that we've seen for a full ninety minutes that they looked really, really good. Matt, what do you make of it? Well, I think when you couple it with the win over Toronto, and you, those those are two teams that had come on pretty strong over the last few months, um, and big spending teams in the Eastern Conference, big spending teams, and for. 
180 minutes between those two games, RSL was clearly the better team. And that's a big, uh, I would say, statement about where this team is, where Mike Petke has this team's mentality, and maybe a little bit about the weakness of the Eastern Conference again. Um, for a stretch over the last two years, it looked like the East was going to be the dominating conference uh, through MLS. And, and here you have two of the top spending teams in Major League Soccer that came into Rio Tinto Stadium and had no answers. I agree. I, um, I thought it was a complete team effort. I, I would, if I were to be critical about anybody, and I, I'm very hesitant when I am critical about anybody, but I thought, uh, thought Donny Toya was was okay at best. I, I thought he could have played a bit better. But he's played well yeah. since joining the starting eleven. I just thought that one particular game against Atlanta, he struggled. I, I did also notice Mike Petke kind of shouting and screaming a fair bit over uh, to his side, so I'm sure after the game he had There's some There's a couple, couple of concentration issues. I mean, it happens to, to the best of them. There were some, yeah, there were some skill issues as well. A few, a few balls out the back that were played straight to Atlanta players, which didn't help. I thought Albert Rusnak was a little bit quiet, but... We I, disagreed after the game. Yeah, I thought, he, I thought he was quiet. I mean, there was some good movement. I will say this, though. The first time that he and Sam Johnson connected, the ball on the run where Sam bent his run... And it was perfectly weighted, and he got around, had got a shot in on goal. It was Ooh. it went out for a corner. Was the first time we've seen um, Sam Johnson hit properly. Be honoured. I mean, it's it's. I mean, obviously he's got a few goals. You know, he's got some goals uh, under his belt already. But it was the first time in open play that he's been that Albert has opened up a back line and found uh, Sam Johnson at, at full speed. Yeah, and I think I'm. That was what I was excited about, and that's what I'm looking forward to uh, in the next uh, few games. As Mike has alluded to, there's going to be a bit of rotation going on. There will be. That's um, another uh, conversation for a bit later. Before we take our one and only break, we will uh, we'll give you guys a club update. Do you like that? Up the lads. Shut up. <laughs> up the lads. Trevor, you shut it. Um, all right, Maddie. Yes. Uh, there's a bit on the table. Yeah. Uh, from an injury perspective, Carl Beckman returned to full training Kyle last Beckman week. Carl Beckman is back in training. He's listed as probable on our current injury report. Um, would not be surprised to see him in one of the next two matches. That'd be good. Uh, uh, especially considering a midweek game. Yeah. Need the fresh legs. And uh, Everton, as, we, as we've seen over the last two weeks, kind of approaching full fitness. Uh, same with him. I wouldn't be surprised to see him back in the starting lineup here in the next few. Um, and I think having that lengthy break afterwards, there's two, two ways of thinking about that. One is you can either, hey, man, you got three extra weeks to get fully recovered. Or let's get you back on the field, get you 70, 80 minutes. And then you've got plenty of time to recover after for the next one. Um, so interesting to see where Mike goes on that. Um, right now, the only injury of note is still Tony Beltran with the knee. Um, Any timetable for him yet? Mike? No, not yet. Um, still just kind of waiting on, on when he's 
feeling uh, healthy back on the field. So. so, I mean, obviously Adam Henley was released yesterday yeah. uh, from his contract. So there must be some confidence that that Tony's heading in the right direction. Or if not, then uh, I know I know there's uh, as as noted in the press release uh, gives you some opportunity for some uh, flexibility going forward. So. Um, uh, in the summer to look look to add players and whether it's that role another role what have you. So for those that may have missed the Adam Henley news, like me, I didn't get a press release, Matt. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, that's what's up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> okay. It's going um, down. So that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, is there anything that came came from it besides the fact that he uh, and the club had had parted ways? No. No, I think that's pretty pretty well sums it up there. Yeah, just uh, you know, young kid that uh, he, he'll be probably better served to get an opportunity somewhere else, and um, just they didn't view him as a, as a piece that's going to figure into their future plans. So, gave him an opportunity to to get a fresh start somewhere and maybe see some action and uh, not feel at all uh, like we're holding him back from any other opportunities. So. Playoffs have now finished in England. We know who's going to what division. The transfer market will open uh, July 1st as yep. well. But as a free agent, he'll be able to start discussing his uh, his opportunity if the mo- there is a move back home for him. So uh, wish him well. Yeah. Wanted him to do uh, yeah, good great. good kid. But, uh, yeah, it didn't uh, work out. Tough, tough for him to stay healthy at points. But uh, when he was healthy, you could see different parts of his game that were um, – effective and, and different things that make him uh, kind of a a player that could see an opportunity somewhere in their future. Coming U- back. Utah ahead. Royals FC, big win, 2 oh, nothing right. over the weekend. Mackenzie Doniak with her first uh, URFC goal. Hey, Amy Rodriguez, goal in four, goals in four straight games. They're good this year. Good. They lead the NWSL yeah. right now. Top of the table. There you go. Let's not oh, jinx the lassies. Play, and they'll be playing at Shut Washington – Kicking off at the same time as uh, Real Salt Lake on Saturday. There you go. So there's so, plenty of football to look forward to. If that you're, kicks uh, off four hours after the Champions League final, just so uh, you guys know. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> what are you doing for the Champions League final, you Liverpool maniac? I don't know. I think I might just hide in my basement until uh, I have to leave and go do radio work. If hey, Liverpool do lose, are you showing up to your yeah, yeah, side I, gig? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't uh, got a replacement this this time because I did last year. Yeah, and um, you know, win, lose, or draw, I was just going to go and have some fun with the family, and they lost, and we uh, didn't end up doing anything. I just went to bed. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm, I'm forcing myself to stay out this time. Oh, good. That's nice. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We've got to get to this AT and T MLS goal of the week. Thank you, Spenner. Yeah. Got to get on it. Uh, could be two weeks in a row for Real Salt Lake players. Last week was Bofo Salcedo. Jefferson Savarino up this week for his stoppage time winner against Atlanta United. It's currently sitting in the lead. Very nice. 37% nice. of the votes. The uh, votes will end, I believe, midnight Eastern. Or no, midnight Pacific uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, if okay. you're listening Wednesday. Today. If you're listening Wednesday. And, and MLSsoccer.com. MLSsoccer.com. And you'll just see uh, AT&T uh, uh, goal of the week, week 13. Click on that. And, Get on and it and vote, vote for it. Make sure he gets the win. And... Uh, Get the, uh, a little bit of flawless that he deserves. Yes. All right. Uh, Montreal Impact Conversation coming up right after this.
Welcome back to the Lions Stand. All right, uh, we've got a big midweek game coming up as uh, RSL go on the road for the first time uh, this season midweek uh, to Montreal, where they speak Le Francais. We oui. Shut up. Now, <laughs> Merde. We, uh, we heard from Mike Petke after the game. Uh, and he, and I he, didn't. Shut up. I and didn't. He, yeah, why? Stuff stopped working. Exactly. <laughs> Dug yourself your own hole. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, Podcasts work all the time. That's such a technical term, too. <laughs> Stuff stopped working. Yeah. So, yeah. Spenner, what you missed was uh, Mike mentioned that there were going to be some changes to the lineup, given that uh, RSL are going to play two games both on the road um, within a matter of four or so days. So uh, I guess my question to both of you, and Matt, maybe you can't answer this because you've been at, at training and you know things that maybe others don't, but if you want to share, feel free. I know some things. Um, what changes in particular? I've got one play that I think is for sure going to start come Wednesday evening in Montreal that's been on the bench recently. Oh, no. I, was, I thought you were going to say Nick Romano. I was like, oh, well done. No, no, no. I think Everton Louise is going to come back from okay. from in, injury. or well, he's, I guess he's been back now. But he's going to return to the starting 11, um, is my prediction anyway. I can just see it happening. I think Nick Beasler, Demir Krylak. By the way, Demir Krylak's been playing slightly out of position. Right. And playing this, very, very well. It, this is the same role we saw him play at the start of last year. He didn't when he have, was playing the eight. Yep. And it's clear, I would I say this with all due respect to Demir. It's clearly not his best position, but he p- still plays it so well. So I thought started last year he struggled playing the role. Right. But this year I think he's doing a great job. And I think one of the reasons behind that is because he's playing much higher up the pitch right. this year than he was Agreed. last year. Uh, whether that was his decision or Mike's decision or a combined effort, I don't know. But last year, he was playing alongside Beckerman or, or Nick Beasley, whoever it was. This year, he's he's getting way up in, in into the attack and getting involved, and the other one's dropping back and helping out defensively, and I love it. And I think so much of that is... Uh, and and I, I don't mean this as a slight at all on Kyle. Kyle is so comfortable in his role on the team that he gets forward when he feels like he he can contribute and he sits when he feels like he needs to, things like that, right? So for Demir, who isn't necessarily as familiar with Kyle, there's it's tougher to strike that balance between the two guys, right? So now with Nick Beasler in that role, because he's a little greener, they can just say, Nick, you're sitting here. And he's like, you got it. I'll stay right here. And he's been great, I think, in breaking up plays, contributing when he can, but his primary focus isn't just in sitting in the middle, breaking up plays, and he's done so well at it. I mean, you saw it last week, especially with Pozuelo. Mm-hmm. That guy was so frustrated by Beasler. <laughs> and it's- yeah. Beasley's taken leaps and bounds this yeah, year. There's really no has. question. I don't know what he's done, but uh, here's why I like Kyle in the – in the center of the park and not pushing forward anymore. I should say anymore because back in his day when his legs were, were operating a bit smoother, he, he could get up and back and down right. and, you know, he could just run for days. He is 36 years of age. Let's, 37. 37. Yeah. Sorry. Let's not forget he's 37. He's been, this is 20th season yep. of Major League Soccer. I mean, my word. He started playing Major League Soccer when I was seven, which is scary to think. You know, I was... 
just barely, I just barely moved from Sydney, Australia to Tokyo, Japan. That was a long time ago, is my point. On April 28th, Real Salt Lake were taken on the LA Galaxy in LA. It was a 1-1 game. And RSA on that second half, I remind you guys, were dominating the second half. They had a hard time in the first 45 minutes. They dominated the second half. Beckerman found himself with the ball from about thir- with about 35 yards out. Right. And he tried to take on, I can't remember who the individual was, but he wasn't able to get round him, and they end up scoring because of it. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, 78 minutes into the game, put the game winner away and LA ran away. 2-1 victors. But if Beckerman wasn't there and he was where he normally would be, granted he was only that high because they were pressing. RSL were pressing, right. they were trying to score the game winner because they had all the momentum, I get all that, it was all cool, but it didn't work out. He needs to say far more defensively because once he's that high, he's not going to get back in time to, to help out. He's just not fast enough anymore. However, if he stays centrally, he can, he can try and dictate the play as opposed to playing catch-up and at 37 and being in your 20th year of Major League Soccer, there's only so much you can do. But, but if he's in position, he's still very, very good. So that's one of the reasons I, I like what Mike's been able to do this, this year as opposed to last when it comes to playing two guys in the center of the park. I think you, you keep one of them back, whether it be Beckman or Beasler, and then the other one, as of late, has been Demir Krylak, but we saw Everton Louise do it before mm. he got hurt. I thought he was sensational as well. So I, um, I do like the way that the ball's been flicked around the pitch from an RSL standpoint. Is there anything you think is going to happen this week from a player's perspective, Matt? Are there any players that you think, like Brooks Lennon probably is another one that will get some right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of those guys that uh, have, I think one of the fortunate things too is that if you go up and down the roster, there's I don't think there's going to be anyone who hasn't seen time at some point this year that's going to be playing in these games. So um, it's it, it's way more, um, you know, Mike, and Micah said this, these guys have all earned their opportunities. Nobody's getting an opportunity by default. Um, granted, you have things like injury replacements sure. and whatnot, but – the even with injuries, you still have competition for positions. It's not just this guy's filling in because the only he's the only one we have left that can play that position. And you could even go back to when when Nick got hurt, the job wasn't automatically Andrew Putnam's to take. We still had David Ochoa who'd been playing well with the Monarchs, and he's young, but he's been playing well and could be deserving of an, of an opportunity. Alex Horvath who. Uh, they brought him in to be Nick's backup, and he, they didn't bring him in because he didn't have talent. You know, he's he's a guy that they have had confidence in to put on the field when the need arised, and unfortunately, inju- injuries last year uh, thwarted that effort for him. But uh, throughout this team, and in, in every position, you've got competition for playing time, and that's uh, you know sh- sharpening the players as they're getting ready to go out and. You haven't seen anyone go out there who's not ready and uh, and capable of playing the role that, that they're assigned. It's it's a healthy roster. There's no yeah. doubt about it. And I guess that's what you've seen over the last three games, in particular, three wins on the trot. Spenno, what do you think will change from a lineup perspective tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, you can piggyback on to, to what Matt said. Obviously, look at central midfield. There's a couple of guys that will probably come back in Everton and. And Kyle Beckerman, um, he got the opportunity to drop Albert to the bench and put Demir uh, as the number 10. 
do a bit of rotating there. Obviously, you've got Corey Baird that go, can go to the right-hand side, or Brooks can go to the right-hand side. I believe my one change will be Sam Johnson. Okay, I was going to I was gonna ask you that. I think, uh, you know, he served his time on the bench. I thought he played very well for the 10, 11 minutes, well, I guess 15 minutes, including injury time. When he came on, uh, I thought he put in a good, uh, a good 15 minutes to keep that back line under pressure, and... Um, yeah, uh, I, I think that'll be the, the main takeaway for, for me is that uh, Sam Johnson will up his minutes. Uh, both of so Salcedo quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it fair to uh, to say he's cemented a spot in starting 11 for now? I mean, with back-to-back performances in the, in the manner of which he's played, I mean, they have been sensational. Two goals, one of them being MLS goal of the week. And he looks as dangerous as can be and, and, and as confident as can be. And I think beyond that, he led both teams in tackles on Saturday. On he's, Friday. A wor- he's a workhorse. He's been working hard on both sides of the ball, and I, th- I think, and and he kind of alluded this to this in his post game that um, his conversations with Mike Petke in the off season, uh, or at the end of last season, about what he needed to do to get more playing time, have really hit home for him. And and you guys mentioned it last week. Not every player takes that to heart and actually applies it. And we're seeing Bofo actually apply the things that he want that the coach tells him he needs to do to get better and see more time. We've seen other players who may give the the lip service to what the coach is saying but don't actually apply it and they don't find themselves back on the field. Um, but Bofo's done everything asked of him. He's shown to be uh, – uh, much more mature, th- I think, than than he has been in years past, and um, and he's been effective when he's on the field, whether it's in a starting role or a reserve or a reserve role, and uh, that's all you can ask from a player. I think there's going to be some moves as well uh, in the summer as the window opens July first. I think it'll be safer, and we could be safer to say let's wait until July first to see how how cemented that place is. Do they bring in a young guy to back up and learn uh, behind Bofa, or do they bring in experience? Because, I mean, the writing would be on the wall then. I mean, is he going to have some proper competition? Because right now, there's nobody that's that's playing at his level. Um, I think Corey Savarino, Bed, you could argue. Opposite side. I wouldn't want him on the left-hand side. Sure, but they do they do often go back. Yeah, I mean, you've got, you got to switch. You've got to, you've got to switch it up. But to start... And play the majority of your minutes. Do you want Savarino on the left hand side? Do you want both on the le- on the right hand side? Not really. No, you got to you got to you got to switch it up. Absolutely. But um, going I think back between to those left, those three though, between Savarino, Baird, and Bofo, yes, you've got such a, a good rotation of players. And then the fourth one, Joao Plata, who is capable of starting in this league. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I just don't think that. Uh, that he's contributed so far this season. Now it's been a bit wrecked with with right. uh, injury. Right. Um, he's had a hard time with injuries for the last twelve months. Muscle injuries for that. Matter. And that's because he is one big ball of muscle. Yeah, well, tiny ball of muscle, but he's all muscle. He's a <laughs> he's a dancing muscle. He likes he's, to dance. He's a tiny dancer. He is. But uh, what were you saying uh, about Bofo? Sorry. Um, I think if you wait uh, July first oh, or a little right. bit afterwards, I think that you'll find out how this goes. Uh, if, as I said, if, it, if it's a younger player that comes in, because I, I think someone's going to come in either way. Because you've got Corey Baird that can play both sides, but he can also play up top. And there's going to be a lot more minutes to play up top as well. Right now, you don't. Apart from Demir, that did a great job last towards the end of last season. 
you RSL are so much more fluid with the way they want to play when you have a Sam Johnson or a Corey Baird type. So I think the more the majority of the minutes for Corey are going to be on that right hand side up uh, up through the middle. There needs to be another left handed uh, left sided attacker for me. That that. Uh... Attacking four, if you will, if you include the center attacking midfield. I mean, that that is seriously good. I mean, and mm-hmm. the competition surrounding those yeah. players is elite. Um, so it's going to be fascinating to see what happens against Montreal. Uh, regardless, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, we have a new game uh, for you. It, uh, it should be quick. It hopefully should be fun. Um, <laughs> It's essentially like we guess who we think is going to pick up a yellow card this week, because generally speaking, somebody's going to. So, hear us out. Yellow card. Who's seeing yellow? Trevor's seeing yellow. Say what? Right, that didn't sound as well as I was hoping it would. (laughs) Are you talking about the voices? Yeah, I just... We're going to have to re-record that at some point. That was rough. I really think maybe a pro should do it. So, um, do you know where we could find one? That was like two seconds <laughs> or four of them. In my head, I'm thinking oh, it was actually three. If you want to be, if you want to be accurate here, okay. In my head, I'm thinking oh, it's going to be about three seconds long. It's really going to be hard to ruin this to mess it up. You know, just like spit it out. Well, did it? Yeah, we we butchered it. Anyway, uh, Spenno, you 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 think who will see yellow card this week? Everton, Louise. Safe bet, Trev. Albert. Albert Rusnak. I think you get one for not having yeah. your own microphone on there. You're warned. Uh, that's <laughs> an interesting <laughs> comment, but I kind of like it. Matt, I guess you uh, have to tread lightly. No, no, I'm, I'm, I don't tread lightly at all in this one. I like that. Nick Armando's going to get one for time-wasting. Oh. Yeah, end of the game. Because uh, Real Salt Lake's ahead 3 nothing. Very nice. Oh, it looks like we've oh, got a prediction his, as well. prediction. Better remember that, because if you say 3-1 towards the end of the show uh, podcast, you're like, and just, you will get a yellow card. Guy. Yeah, you will right. get a yellow card. Uh, I will go with... We're just uh, talking Montreal right now, right? Yeah. Just Montreal. Just Montreal. Yeah. Um, are you saying that they th- you think they're going to lose for the Red Bulls? No. Okay. No, no. Um, just checking. Now, I think Aaron Herrera is going to pick up one. And I have no idea why, and I have no idea how, but I think he's been treading... He's had a couple of rough challenges the last couple of weeks. He's going, to, he's going to launch Piatti. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Yeah, Danger, man. Get out of my way. Seriously, though. Like, oh, speaking of which, Donny Toya, how many hip and shoulders did he put on Atlanta players last week? He was bowling them over in the first He's a strong half. boy. Yeah. He's, he's uh, deceptively a strong boy. And the ref, let them play. Let the Beautiful. refs play. Shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, I'm all for it. Um, before we get to our predictions, a few keys to the game from you guys. Matt, what do you think needs to happen after watching Montreal play this season? They're a good team, by They're the way. They're good. They're, they've been relatively inconsistent, and I think they run so much on um, they go as Piotti goes. Right. Um, so if he's – and he's been kind of in and out of the lineup a little bit. Um, you know, who knows with the, with the way their, their schedule lays out this week if – uh, what their uh, plans are going to be for their rotations as well. But um, I think if, if Real Salt Lake can limit Piotti as, as they've done with uh, a lot of players in that role so far this year, um, that, that I mean, that's the obvious key when you're playing Montreal is, is limit Piotti's danger. I was going to go with that as well. Obviously, you've got Max Arudi, who's gone up there now. He leads um, the team in assists, by the yeah, way. Yeah, five assists. Just the one goal. And then you've got uh, the Frenchman. 
I, I guess he's Algerian as well, uh, Safa uh, Tider as well. Yeah. He leads the team in goals. Um, great, really good central midfielder, by the way, um, and, and kind of surprised that uh, he came over to Major League Soccer at such an early age. But, you know, great great for the league. Um but those those are the three men. Obviously, it takes eleven players, but uh, I would expect all three of those to start, and um, and and keep RSL on, honest. Montreal, uh, for what it's worth, coming off a four-two loss to the best team in the land, um, and it's not even close to the best team in the land. Is listen to this, right? So, um, LAFC currently have thirty-four points next to their name. The, the next best is. Western Conference rival Seattle Sounders, or foe, the Seattle Sounders, who have 26 points. So there are, what, three games clear of the second-best team. Their goal difference? Have you seen this? LAFC have tw- a goal difference of 25. Plus ne- 25. Plus 25. The next best is the Union, Philadelphia Union, at plus nine. <laughs> wow. Plus nine. Isn't that remarkable? I mean, the, the, Carlos Vela cannot be stopped. Yeah. I'm it's, so glad we've got the away game out of the way now. Because it was such a close yeah. game, but I'm so glad that this is not towards the end of the season mm. when you're still fighting to get over that line. I mean, I, I know we've got to play them at home, but yeah. They're really, really good, is my and point. They've play, and Real Salt Lake played LAFC well at yeah. their place, as well as any team in the league has played LAFC. What that end up? 2-1. 2-1 on, the, on a stoppage time goal yes. from Walker Zimmerman. And wasn't Zimmerman there also like a red card? Oh, yes. Walker Zimmerman. Justin Portillo, red card yeah. late in the game. Exactly. Oh, he was on from... That was, that, was during the, yeah. that was during the stretch where they had like a red card in like three straight games. Three straight games. Four, and, like, red, four, cards. four yeah. red cards, yeah. Nine. Just throwing out random numbers. <laughs> Montreal sitting in fourth spot, <laughs> 21 points. Uh, Real Salt Lake, they're in sixth in the West, uh, 19 points. Uh, predictions. Spenno, spit it out. 1-1. One, one. Very Oh, Trev? Wait, what did he go with? 1-1? One, one? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't <sighs> matter what he uh, No, I was going to go with 1-1, one, one, but okay. I don't want... No, I'm not going to. I'm going to say 2-2. Two, two. Okay. And there's going to be a goal in the 82nd minute. 82nd minute, right? That went down. Maddie? Oh, you said it. You already heard me. 3 nothing. 3 nothing. RSL. I'm going to go with 1 0 RSL. And. Uh, the equalizer comes off the referee. Has anybody seen that from the Dutch oh, league? No, isn't it? Oh, the yeah. Norwegian that was league? fantastic. No, it was, was in it was, Norway. No, no. It was, it was like a lower d- yeah. Dutch oh, division no. league. So when that happens, what. what he called a goal. I don't know. What, what was he <laughs> How doing? Can you call it what a goal? was he doing where he was, though? He was so Talk about close it for right? a minute. <laughs> So close to the action. Why are you not just at the top of the area? Why right. are you at the top of the six-yard box? Like, I want to get involved. But it almost looked like he kicked it in. in- <laughs> intentionally. Right? Intentionally. It's not like it was a deflection. He actually, like, redirected Apart from when he willed ball. away, going, Go! Yeah. <laughs> Blew his whistle, pointed to the center spot. And they're uh, arguing with him. He's like, nope, I saw it go in. Yeah. I scored a goal. It's a goal. My stats. <laughs> I've got a scoring bonus. Anyway. <laughs> All right, well, that's all she wrote for this week. Uh, we got a double header. We got a double header this week. Montreal Wednesday night, and then we didn't the even Red talk Bulls. about New York Red Bulls. No. We haven't even talked. Bradley Wright Phillips might be back. Up the lads. Shut the front door. That's all she wrote. Goodbye.